Well, this is the season two premiere of the Fantastic Mr. Podcast. I am yeah. Zach Briggs, and we have the lovely Jake Kramers and Justin Strange. Yo. How's it going? And this is going to be all about the Batman, the Cape Crusader, the Dark Knight, whatever you want to call him. Dates back to the 1930s. Let's get right into it. open up the question of the batman why is the batman so popular it's one of the it's either superman or batman i feel everyone knows who the batman is by just looking at him i feel like Mm -hmm. for you guys growing up whether it's comics or you know tv or film what attracted you to the batman well to be honest with you i mean i've always liked batman um i mostly watched batman forever and batman and robin growing up um because they kind of came out when I was a little bit older. Because I think what Batman came out, Tim Burton Batman came out in 89. So I was only like three years old, right? But then you have Batman Forever with George Clooney, or not George Clooney, uh, Val Kilmer and Batman and Robin. And I thought those movies were cool back then. And, I, I you know, if I watched them today, I'd probably still like them. But then in like 20, I think it was 2013, Arkham Asylum came out on the 360. And that's like that helped me get into batman like a lot because then then um arkham asylum was a free game on xbox live so i downloaded it and then one day i was like i'll try it and i freaking fell in love with it almost instantly and so then arkham city came out and i played that and beat it then arkham origins came out and i played that and beat it and then arkham uh knight came out and i like i think that's what kind of propelled my love for because i i really i really enjoy batman and so that's what propelled my love for batman um also the christian bell movies um the christopher nolan movies helped a lot too um, when they yep. came out because at that time i was an adult you know i was uh, whatever year they came out and um when the dark knight rises came out actually they were doing like a, a triple showing at a movie theater in uh benton arkansas it was twenty dollars from 6 p.m. to 3 a.m., we had we watched what was the first one? Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises with 30 minute intermissions, and that was the first time I'd ever had a hot dog at the movie theater. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. That sounds like quite the experience. I've never yeah, seen. it was it was three movies, cool. a, a trilogy, in the theaters. That'd yeah, and I was a lot younger awesome. back then, and so and like my friends didn't have kids, so it was it was my friend's idea to do it. He was like, "Hey, man, all three movies." Uh, me and his, him and his wife, you know, they're like, we're going to go. It's only 20 bucks. You should go. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And so it was, a, it was probably one of the better besides Avengers Endgame, or one of the, the better experiences I've ever had at a movie theater was yeah, so, through all three of those movies. Awesome. So for you, it was the video games that really got yeah. you into the Batman and yeah. the, the, and the, the Joel Schumacher films and then were the, your first exposure really. Yeah. So, I mean, I had seen um, Batman and Batman Returns as a kid, but I was really I was really young. I do remember them. I especially remember Danny DeVito as the Penguin. And, um, and then, of course, and then um, Forever and... Batman and Robin came out and I it was a little more cartoony, a little more, you know, cheesy and, and I'll get into that. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, a little more comic booky, right. Uh, just a little more out there. And so, um, I liked it then as a kid, um, I honestly haven't really seen them again as an adult. I should probably do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that kind of helped. And then Christopher Nolan movies and then the Batman games, like those games are so, freaking good if you haven't played them you should play at least arkham asylum it's good yeah, those are great adventure games. playthroughs oh, yeah. on youtube man playthroughs on youtube you yeah, the like cinematics nephew. are just i don't beautiful. have time to play video games <laughs> just watch just watch them yeah <laughs> my nephew watches uh people play video games on on youtube he just sits there and watches and i'm like dude just play the i mean game is yourself. it any different than people watching like sports I mean, I guess it's true. I, I would the sit same there. Thing. I would sit there and watch Rocket League, like people play Rocket League, and I even watch the Nintendo World Championships when they have them. So, I mean, I guess that's. I guess that's true. I Jacob was your people, first. People enjoy what they enjoy. 
Jake, what was your first exposure well, to Batman in whether it's movies or what man, medium? I mean, remember? Growing up, I really didn't I really didn't spend too much time with like comic books and superheroes and things like that. Um primarily cuz I've mentioned before like we he was, he was getting laid up solidly in the Bible Belt. And so we were and we were like homeschooled and not that my parents had anything against them. But it was just something that wasn't like it just wasn't something that was yeah, around. It wasn't in your face. Um, so my first yeah. experience, it wasn't in huh? your face. Yeah, it just wasn't. It just wasn't a topic of discussion and like homeschool co-ops. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about Arthur and Cyber Chase PBS shows. We weren't talking about you know Batman animated series or Ninja Turtles and things like that. Um, so my first experience with Batman was the Christopher Nolan. Chris Nolan was late yesterday before this podcast. It was his first experience. <laughs> yeah, I binged all of them. All I did yesterday was binge them. Um, it was with Christopher Nolan, and that was my first experience really with Batman. And I just think as a character, the reason he sticks out so much is it just it strikes a chord with people. Just the iconic fig- figure, the kind of noir mystery of it all. You have this man who's deeply intelligent. No superpowers, but he has the ability to go toe to toe with all of these villains and incredible masterminds, and somehow come up on top. Well, even I Superman. think that really resonates with people. That's he's, awesome. He's beat up Superman before. Yes. So or my see, first. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I was just gonna say he beat up Superman before too, because you're talking about how he goes toe to toe with these villains. So he's beat up Superman with, but I think he had to use Kryptonite to do that. But yeah, you right. got to do what you got to do if you're Batman, right? He's always the master of planning. Yeah. People always make that argument in those, oh, what if Batman versus this character? Like in any scenario, Batman, he's gonna if prepare. he has the time to prepare, he'll yeah, come totally. out on top in some way. <laughs> if you see on YouTube, you should look up Batman versus Darth Vader. And there's two different outcomes, but uh, I like the one where Batman wins. <laughs> I'm sure it's hard you to do. Believe, it's hard to believe that, no, he's able to beat a Sith Lord, but it is what it is, I guess. But my first exposure to the Batman was, gotta say, with the, I think the Batman animated series. Right? Growing up, watching the on Cartoon Network, it just had was this it mature on, vibe. Yeah, it was. Was it on Cartoon Network? I thought it was on yes. Fox. It has yeah. such a distinct look to it. It yeah. does, and and the, the, the Shirley Walker's score. You know, I'm a big music guy since I was born. I guess. Her score is just fantastic. It has a, mm-hmm. as elements of the Danny Elfman motifs yeah. from the Burton films, which I'm very appreciative that she used some of those themes. But she has her own twist on the music as well. But just the overall tone of the Batman animated, animated series and all the intricate stories that they have, yet it's still... You know, uh, a show for children for them to be able to understand what's going on it's i think it's one of those shows that stands very good quality to this day and i don't know what could top the batman animated series as far as animated um batman shows yeah it does have a really cool look like it's kind of like modern day, but they drive like older cars and they have guys talking like this, say, and all this stuff. Um, and there's a really cool documentary on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, it's called, um, it's called the story of the, ba- of the of Batman, the animated series. And it's an hour and 38 minutes long. And it's, it's a really interesting uh, documentary of how, you know, the, the anime series got started and the things that went into it, like you said, like the unique look and the, the music and everything. They talk about that. And it's, it's a really good um, doc, free documentary on YouTube. Um, if you guys get a chance, you should check it out. Cause it's really interesting stuff. That's yeah. cool. That was my first exposure to Batman. And I could go into my favorites as far as the live action, but I want to go back briefly to the first live action, oh, Batman, which was in the 19 <laughs> early forties. Mm-hmm. We're talking with the actor, Lewis G. Wilson he happens to be the youngest uh, person to play Batman. He's like, he was 23 at the time. It wasn't well received the 15 part serial. So, you know, people going to the theaters would see these, um, brief clips of um, Batman and, and his adventures and there's 
Robin in it as well. We get to see the first iteration of you know, Alfred in the skinny Alfred because in the comics he was a plumped a plump mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. So we could, we got to see a, I guess a different version. The one I guess we're kind of used to these days is the the mustache, uh, more thinner, more wise, um, quote filled mm -hmm. old man, Butler. Yeah. But uh, again, uh, one of the things I like to point out is it was a kind of a propaganda piece. Uh, the this early this the 1943 series because it was in the midst of World World War II, and obviously U.S. was involved at this time. So trying to gather up all the support they could to support the war was you no know, vital. So it was interesting to see how they included you no know, villains happening to be Japanese people and you know, mentions of racism and the terms just we wouldn't use these days to nah. refer to you know, Japanese people, which <laughs> I, I was kind of shocked, you know, watching as a kid. Um, but as a, an adult, it's just like, yeah, it's, that's what, that's what that's what it was for the time i guess i yeah. understand to a degree but well again. you know they they put those those terms in papers you know they wouldn't use japanese they'd say the shorter version of it yeah. and all this stuff yeah. and, i mean like in writing like it's, it's yeah. pretty insane the way the way and this is i'm sorry this is not about batman but how language has changed over the years you know like absolutely the, and the pc and all that stuff it's it's crazy and so this to see it like in in batman even like this this kid's figure kind of right he's kind of like with with batman he's kind of like in between he can be for kids and adults that's one good thing about batman is like like you said the batman animated series holds like is still you know good to this day because even adults like us who watched it as kids which i didn't really watch the batman animated series but had i watched it i probably would still enjoy it today so it still holds up you know i don't know where i was going with this um oh because he's kind of a, <laughs> he kind of relates to both in he's in both camps so yeah i um, just was disturbed when i was hearing batman called japanese people the, the derogatory term right because you thought you'd think bruce wayne slash batman is that is the moral high ground. A little more woke, as they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I guess not nope. this guy. He well, was a, you know, he was a U.S. government agent um, tasked with taking down this mastermind, Mister Daka, who, interestingly enough, was originally scripted to be the Joker, but they decided at the last minute, essentially, to say, "And eh, we're just going to make him a Japanese villain." It's the it's the, the Second it's World War. That's the thing, that's the thing right now. Yeah, it's the thing right now. Yeah. Um, then yeah. uh, 1949, there was another series, a little bit better received. Um, Robert Laurie, he he was a more established actor, I guess. You know, looking him up, he was more known. So it was people enjoyed, I guess, the the stories and his acting and action scenes a bit more. But if you take a look at these black and white action scenes, it's like it's a, a scuffle in the streets. It's not the most mm -hmm. well choreographed no thing, that... but it was kind of. I mean, enjoyable. I mean, it had mm -hmm. essence of the comics, I guess you could say. Many people say the comics to the live action was represented well in the 1949 series. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it because I also watched a show on YouTube called Tell It Animated. And um, basically what, what this person does is takes a character from anything. So he's done like anywhere from Iron Man to King Kong to Godzilla. And he just talks about the evolution of how they changed over the years. And, but he does it and either like animation. And I'm pretty sure I told, talked about this on this podcast, but he does Batman. And that's the first time I ever heard of this. And so I was like, okay, I got to check this out. And so I did. And I was like, man, that suit, like, it's just, it, and like you said, like the fight scenes and all that stuff, like, it's just like they're, oh, dang, I hit my microphone. Sorry. It's like they're doing the slap thing, you know, where they're just like, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Basically what it is. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit. Right. But it's not as, it's like, not have as fun well. with it. Yeah. yeah. Just, 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 just wing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, it's, just it's not like a well choreographed fight scenes today, you know, where, you know, like even in like Batman versus Superman, it's like, when he's uh when he jumps up in that warehouse and he's fighting all those guys like all the this great choreographed fight scene they're just like all right ready action go 
and they just run towards each other. Um, and so I watched a little bit of it and I mean, it was neat for the time. And I think I even own a couple on VHS and um, it, it was, it was cool to see it's a piece of film history, you know? So just kind of see Absolutely. the first time uh, Batman was on, on. And this was just TV. years after Batman was in, invented in, on yeah. the, in the comics in 1939, like just 10 years later, it's yeah, wild. Totally. Yeah. But I think, what are your thoughts about the tonal changes and shifts between the live action Batmans? So of course, we had the campy, whippy Batman of the 60s with Adam <laughs> West and oh, then Burt Ward. And then we had the the next live action Batman. Wasn't it uh, Michael Keaton in 89, the 92? I mean, the, the Tim Burton films were just, you know, lot darker and then it resulted in parents getting upset with the promotional material for mcdonald's toys and oh it's scaring my children so let's go to the schulmarker films let's go back to the more campier batman just that that wave of tonal changes um, with Mm -hmm. batman uh i mean you don't remember i would imagine that when you were three years old seeing the 1989 batman maybe you do but i mean (laughs) what, what, what do you enjoy about the the burton films and michael keaton's portrayal i i do like the darkness of it um because gothic you know, feel yeah and and like tim burton's just got a style all his own you know and it's even um even with batman he's he's you know taking his own personal style and put it in there so for me you know it was it's pretty cool and then you have let's see you have that you know jack nicholson is a joker who does an awesome job and um, I do like the darkness of the Tim Burton. And then you have Batman Returns with freaking Danny DeVito and his his claw hands. I'm like, I never noticed that as a kid. And then I watched it as an adult, and I was like, I did not know that his hands were freaking claws. Like, like I get that he's supposed to be a penguin, but does his hand need to be claws? Like, I don't even think penguins have claws. You know, they just have little... <laughs> fins type things. I yeah, I remember Catwoman so, having... Well, she claws of sorts, but yeah, but that makes sense. But you know, um, his was like kind of like the the Star Trek thing, you know. Um, it's it's kind of like that, and it's just, but it's like a it's like a black like a rubber glove or something just over his hands. He was born like this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. It's just it was just kind of weird. Film, yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, that was a. I thought ninety two was a little bit more disturbing as a kid because. The scenes where uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, what's uh, Selena Kyle, she's drinking mentally milk. not all there, and she uh, <laughs> jumps out drinking of a, her apartment drinking milk, and, it, and then Pat Penguin biting some guy's nose, and there's blood spurting. Oh, everywhere. yeah, I forgot about a, that. It was a very not was, for children. No, uh, I don't movie. think so. It was just weird. It had that Burton yeah. weirdness about it. You know, um, Quick fact, you're not supposed to give cats milk. Did you know that? No, that's like true. That. Why most, that? Most cats are lactose intolerant. Yeah, gives them diarrhea. Yeah, and so they can't drink milk. But, you know, cats and milk are for some reason synonymous with each other. So <laughs> you almost almost always you see like even on the new Batman with Catwoman, she gives her cats milk. I'm like in which when I saw that in theaters, I was like, don't give them milk. They're cats like they're not supposed to drink milk. <laughs> You're <laughs> but, you supposed know, to know that your Catwoman. Yeah. She she should know that. I mean, I would think that she's you know, maybe, maybe she's lactose intolerant, too. But she also did drink some milk, I think. Right. Did oh, well, so it was like if I have to suffer, you have to suffer. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean. Most people probably didn't think they know where I learned that. I learned that uh, listening to Office Ladies. They talked about it. I learned that when I was seven because I had no life. Yeah, that sounds like you <laughs> with your homeschool. Wow. <laughs> I love cats. <laughs> yeah, you love my cats so much. <laughs> this is my my first email when when I made when I was like eight. <laughs> my first yeah, and this wasn't it, it wasn't a thing when I made it. My first email was. Cougar Man 009. Cougar Man, huh? Cougar Man. Because I loved cats. I was gonna say you should you should draw that up. Be a superhero. Cougar Man. What do you think he looks like? I Cougar bet he looks Man. like uh I bet he looks like uh what's the chick's name on um on Thundercats? Well, I mean I guess you could say Lino, but I was thinking more of uh <laughs> is it Chitara? Is that her name? I don't watch I never watched Thundercats as a kid. That's kind of what I imagine. It's a a, a yeah. guy you know, a cat that look, that stands up like a man, kind of like a, 
Chick kind of like cats. Kind of like a cat. The yeah, musical? the cat. The yeah, cats the musical except a lot better looking. Like, <laughs> like maybe a buffer version. So like Lino, you know, kind yeah. of like Lino. So I had anyway, to change sorry. that email when I got older. That it raised some eyebrows, and I had to I had to get a more because you're because you're into older ladies. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean that. Anyway, that was that was all I have to say is I like cats, and so I I knew that fact. Oh, yeah, about the lactose, about the the milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Batman, what did you guys think about Michael Keaton as Batman? I thought he was a, a good Batman, but his Bruce Wayne wasn't. Yeah, you know, it wasn't all the way there. I think that just the story, the, the way it was written, it, you didn't get to explore the emotions and his character as Bruce Wayne as much as Batman, I would say. Yeah, it seems like we always get like someone who's good at being Batman, but not necessarily good at being Bruce Wayne. Someone who's good at being Bruce Wayne, but not necessarily good at being Batman. Like we never get both until I think I think Ben Affleck did a pretty good job. And I think Robert Pattinson did a pretty good job as being both. Yes, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on. Ooh, on who? Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. On who? Ben Affleck. On Affleck. I didn't care for Affleck. Man, when Affleck Explain. when Affleck was announced, I was probably one of the only ones who was like, "Okay, this is gonna be awesome." And then he became Batman, and now everybody's like, "Oh, this is awesome. We love Ben Affleck as Batman." It's like you should have loved him when he first was announced. Go ahead, Jake. Mm. Tell us what you think. I don't know. I, I just didn't care for the I didn't care for the way that they wrote him. I didn't care for the character design. I didn't care for the kind of uh oh, what he killed. Huh? Uh, yeah, he I killed. just I just don't you know, he had already gone down that hole and he no longer held on to the rules of Batman. His friend Robin, just felt like Snyder was being a little melodramatic. You feel like if you had all. a solo Ben Affleck, it's just the thing with Batman. If, that they, if they had made a solo a Ben Affleck, film, oh my goodness, and maybe and maybe it goes through like the killing joke where he loses Robin and you see why he becomes that way, then then maybe I could see that, but just watching Batman versus Superman. The whole reason people like Batman is because he's has always maintained his one rule. He's intelligent, he's a detective, and he is he doesn't kill. And he is unquestionably, you know, pertinent or loyal to his rule. And they just kind of threw that out the window. And I feel like they did that just to up the drama for drama's sake. So yeah. I didn't care for it. I feel like they didn't really address why he just mercilessly that, but he killed only, people. He only killed people once, right? And Batman He killed people Justice. all throughout that Jesus. He ran people over with the car. But that doesn't mean <laughs> they died. Me, there's no, no there's no. that does not listen. But those men flew like twenty feet. They're they, dead. They're not they're absolutely. Dead. He was out there branding people, breaking necks, breaking spines, punching people with like I think three we need inches a... worth of steel knuckle plates. I think Didn't he like attack someone's genitals as well in the warehouse. I feel like he did. I don't. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> in the games, in the games, when he when he's driving the Batmobile and he runs over somebody, he doesn't like hit them. It like he has like a shock thing, like electricity thing on the on his Batmobile. So when he hits people, it just shocks them out of the way. You know what I mean? I feel like you're digging real deep. That's just what it. That's what <laughs> that's happens the in the games. I yeah, that's like the games. I feel like you're digging. I think that I, I don't think that's. Any I don't. I was gonna in, say I didn't. I don't think that's how it Batman worked in the in, Superman. No, I don't think that's how it worked in the movie. But I don't think they died. But I could be wrong. I don't know. We need to ask Zack Snyder. Zack but Snyder, if you're listening, act like he, <laughs> he didn't act like he cared either. At least no, in all I'm the sure other, I'm sure in all the other Batman movies, he at least. You see him at least try to go through like a stealthy route, like you know, like he chokes them out, he leaves them on mm-hmm. the ground. He doesn't throw them off four story buildings for no reason. Yeah, you know? I guess. Like a Batman Begins when Raj Al Ghul is about to die, 
he he says something to Bruce to kind of questioning his rule and Batman says something to the degree I, I don't have to save you or something they just like lets him oh yeah die on I don't him. have to yeah. kill you but I don't yeah. have to save you yes yeah that's yeah. the quote so they kind of that's it's addressed in a way there um, which I kind of enjoyed but so he's in a, he doesn't have to rescue people and in turn they could die <laughs> yeah they could just die on their own yeah but yeah, I think the whole morality of Batman is a controversial issue, very divisive. Um, people have their opinions about it, but uh, I think the the latest Batman with Robert Pattinson had that great tone about it throughout the entire movie. What did you guys think of just the overall vibes of that film? I know we talk, touched on this movie an entire episode but it's hard to not go into some yeah. depth about it. We can talk about it again. Um, I, I really, I mean, I thought the tone was pretty balanced. Like it wasn't, there was some, you know, a little bit of comedy, but I didn't laugh that much, but it was a lot of sweet action. Um, and then, I don't know, it's just, it had a little bit of a dark tone and I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I mean, I enjoyed it. The, like even just the tonality of it. Just, it, was, it was less of a popcorn flick, I'd say, compared to well, yeah, I totally the, agree. the Nolan yeah. films. I'm not yeah. saying Nolan films are... I, I guess the Nolan films are a little bit more... They're easier to absorb for audiences. Mm-hmm. Nolan films are definitely more action flicks, Correct. whereas this latest Batman film's more of a neo-noir. Yeah, I need to watch it again. Psychological thriller in some ways. I would, I would argue with the whole mm-hmm. focus on... The Riddler Bruce Wayne's that. torment and everything. <laughs> I mean, I think the psychological aspects of what makes Bruce Wayne tick is what appeals to me. Yeah, the most. I, I mean, I, Bruce Wayne's almost more interesting than Batman. But then again, Batman is Batman. Batman. I mean, yeah. Bruce Wayne. It's hard to differentiate. He's trying to figure out. <laughs> Well, this who he really is. Yeah, he. I don't think in this one he's really, you know, because he's only been doing it for two years. I think, right? Isn't that right? Yeah. Um, and so he hasn't. I don't think he's he's found that balance yet between Bruce Wayne and Batman. And I don't think, I think he never. I eventually, I think he's he's more Batman than Bruce Wayne. You know, he just he's Bruce Wayne, as they say, is his his costume or whatever. Like that's the alter ego or whatever of Batman. Bruce Wayne all wear masks, guys. He's yeah. acting like Bruce, or he's acting like the the broody Batman when he has his mask off and he has his yeah. eyeliner still on. <laughs> I think there's got, there's got there's got to come to a point where he has a Bruce Wayne persona, that attractive playboy, yeah. very vibrant personality, like Christopher uh, Nolan's Christian, Christian Bale's yeah. Bruce Wayne was the the nonchalant, yeah. cocky, arrogant Bruce. Yeah, he Wayne was the only that, one that really did that, right? He, because yeah. even like, I mean, like even with um, Schumacher stuff, like he always had love interest. But until Christian Bell, he was he was kind of like a playboy. He'd show up to a party a with two girls. Yeah, yes. he's, he's a rich bachelor guy, you know, who's also Batman that nobody knows. And you wouldn't so, expect you wouldn't expect the Christian Bell's uh, Bruce Wayne to be a guy with a cape jumping around. Yeah, at Gotham at night, eating up bad guys. I feel like losing his Collins, voice. I feel like I feel like <laughs> Christian Bale did a good job of being both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Definitely. Yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't. I mean, it's also seen those movies, but yeah, just thinking about that one scene where he shows up in The Dark Knight, where he shows up with those girls, and he's like, "Yeah, I've just bought the building and all this stuff." He's like, "I own it," and it's just like true, like Playboy rich guy style. Um, yep. and then he and then he goes home and puts a mask on and, and Harvey talk, and like, who like is this guy <laughs> yeah what did you think about the the voice the, the voices of all the live action Batman I, I love my, my favorite has got to be Batman and 89 92 just the, the Michael Keaton it's just it's a perfect has a perfect gruffness about it but it's not overdone like the mm-hmm. Like Christopher Nolan, yeah, it, Christian Bale sounded the best in the Batman Begins because it wasn't he overdid it after <laughs> like every he, he had like something wrong with his throat or something. 
<laughs> I mean, if he kept doing the voice of Batman, it's going to F up his vocal cords. Yes, but and then they made the excuse, oh, we're just going to have an electronic device and you could speak normally, but I'll just try to alter your voice. I didn't like that in the in BBS. And yeah, I'd, I'd kind of like a big it. fan. Um, well, like a freaking robot. Well, he only did that when he was did he do it while he's just wearing the suit or because he only did that while he's wearing that metal metal suit that armor mm. i'm almost positive maybe and so i maybe thought that was that? i thought i mean i thought point? that voice didn't interact like, with I, anyone except superman, superman with that yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true i thought it was kind of neat though because this because he's like it kind of fits the the this the outfit if you will it's like well might as well modulate my voice sound like a robot <laughs> i'm already wearing this armor so how important uh, is the voice for you guys? I mean, does it annoy you if it sounds a certain way? Uh, I think Christian Bell's is the most annoying. Um, everybody else's, they just kind of take their voice and make it a little deeper, make it just a tiny bit scruffier, you know, like even with um, Robert Pattinson, you know, he's he talks normally and then he kind of breaks it down and just like, you know, just adds us a little bit of scruff, doesn't really, not like Christian Bell would. Justice and a side of spaghetti. There's so many parodies on the YouTube. Yeah. That's like the voice people do of Batman as a parody. I, I feel like it's become the iPhone brand of Batman imitations yeah. Yeah. is the, yeah. is the Christian Bale it's, Batman. It's this because it's hilarious and a like, Get to the chopper. Yeah, yeah. Our parents had get to the chopper, and we have Rachel. Where is <laughs> Rachel, he? where is he? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, it's just like the you know that is the imitation of Batman. If you're imitating Batman ever, you, you... and I feel like yeah, I feel like the Robert Pattinson there's really nothing to make fun of uh, as far as the voice no. or the character. You, there's no, there's hardly any memes that have come out of that movie. I mean, I have to rewatch it. I mean, for the, the fourth time, but. Yeah. <laughs> I can't recall Look. anything that's become like a social media no. backlash other than the, the, the people that keep on dwelling on I Robert think... Pattinson's history as Robert, uh, as uh, Edward Edward and in Twilight. Yeah. I mean, what would you guys want more out of a live action Batman? What's something that we haven't really explored that you feel like would enhance the viewing experience for you guys personally. I mean, I think we've seen all versions of Batman, the serious, the campy. I mean, what more could we do at this point? I just feel like they're running out of ideas. I think I feel like, I feel like a version of Batman beyond would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, totally. With Michael. We could even bring back, you know, Batfleck and then have, Oh, that'd be cool. A new Batman under his guise and then you could have this interplay of like the old you know kind of uh you know resentful bat fleck and he's like just do whatever kill him and then this then the younger batman has you know the old batman values has the original batman's values and he's like no i'm not gonna kill people and you used to stand for something and you have did all this you, drama and things like did that did you watch batman beyond did you watch batman beyond i've seen a few a little bit I've mm-hmm. never, I've never seen it. The only thing I've seen, uh, when they did the DC fandom, um, the they did an episode, a table read, a virtual table read, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, that's the only Kevin Conroy there. Kevin Conroy, Will Friedle, and whoever else played in the show. Um, so, I wonder yeah. why they've been reluctant, or maybe not, that's not the word, but they just have yet to do a live consider- action. Yeah, live action. I don't know what Warner Brothers Discovery has in their ten-year plan for like, DC, I, right now. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Well, I think that would be a great, uh, a great movie. I think not just me, but I think everybody. Like you know, when Deadpool came out, people went and saw it because they wanted it. Like that's what everybody wanted. And so I think for Batman Beyond, like I think that would be a movie everybody would go see in theaters. If they oh did. yeah. And it'll expose people to who Terry McGinnis is, what Batman Beyond is, because, I mean, to be honest, I, I didn't know who Deadpool was until the the live, the the movies came out. And I feel oh, like wow. this would be the same for Batman Beyond. Yeah, like, would, it would be. Who, who's this? It'd be cool. I mean, it's it's a, I mean, would they try to go that futuristic route with the animated show? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, but I'm, I'm sure. Hope I'm trying so. to figure I think, out. I think it'd be very cool to see Batman 
beyond set in the Blade Runner type world. Oh, yeah. Like the atmosphere of Blade Runner was that like 2049 mm-hmm. and have a Batman running around with that. I feel like well, I love his. Cool. And, I love and his... that could even work because. Because what? I was going to say, and you could even justify the environment because, you know, let's say the Joker or Lex Luthor took over the corporations and, you know, oh, yeah. the planet. And so you could even have a, you know, a ready-made built-in, you know. Sounds like you're right in the movie for Canon reason why the, the world's effed up. I mean, that's what they did in Harley Quinn was they had, they, each of the villains had a section of Gotham. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The TV show. I don't know if y'all have seen that, uh, but it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, each villain had like a section. I don't have a section. Of heard it's, it's mature, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, it, I mean, the, in the show, um, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are like dating like together. And so that's kind of how crazy it gets. And so anyway, Interesting. Uh, yeah. I was going to say something earlier huh. and I forgot what it was. What was the first question you asked? That? I bet. Something about Batman Beyond. What are your oh, yeah. Uh, live action version. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, I think people would watch it, and I like uh, the suit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Terry McGinnis suit. Okay. That, needed. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> okay. he, has wing- he could fly, too. Like, he literally could fly. Well, he has, like, wings. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a flying squirrel, you know, like, or the Spider-Man net things. Like, oh, yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Like in, or Robert Pattinson, he had his own little... Oh yeah, <laughs> the little parachute, parachute thing. Well, yeah, well, I think it worked. He just hit a bridge or something. He just didn't know what he was doing. He'd never used it before. Is what the issue was. Um, he was yeah. He's he's like a young dude in his twenties still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I have money. I can buy this thing and never try it out. And then tries it out for once. And remember, whack. you saw his facial expression when he was like, yeah, he's you, freaking you saw out. His face when he was <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, I did too. I thought I thought Ooh. that added realism to it. Like I think that that movie was kind of the more realistic version of Batman than, than a lot of, you know, cause like you have, um, what's it, uh, Michael Keaton and, and all them. And I mean, it was, it was dark, but realistic, not really. Um, and then you have the Schumacher stuff, which is, you know, way off by off base when it comes to realism. Yeah, Looney Tunes sound effects. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, uh, Christian Bell, you know, helped with the realism or Chris, Chris Nolan, but then you have like, like his, his Batmobile was like an army tank kind of. And the, but then he ended the whole thing with the, the Batwing, which is like, a I don't know where he got it from. I, I don't, do they ever explain that where he got that thing from? I don't think so. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, it it tried to be realistic, but there were things about it, but I think, and in, and you got Ben Affleck's Batman, which, you know, Superman exists in that world. So of course it's not realistic and wonder woman exists in that world and cyborg and the flash. And so it's just, I remember seeing still pictures of the Batman Reeves's movie. And there's a a newspaper clipping of, a headline having to do alluding to Superman. So I think a Superman does exist. Yeah. Oh, does exist in in that that universe, but who knows who it is? (laughs) I'm pretty sure Matt Reeves said something about that. Didn't he, didn't he he mention Superman in one of his interviews? And I think he'd said something like, I think he said, and I don't remember this verbatim, but I I believe he said, you know, we're not going to do something fantastical like that, but it's not, it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility that Superman could exist. Yeah, I, yeah. He just doesn't mm-hmm. think that he's going to add Superman into his movies. Um, Cause I think he is also going for more realistic, you know, Batman, which I think he did a good job uh, with his version of Batman and being realistic and blah, blah, blah. Like, and still, while still creating a superhero, you know, that doesn't have any powers. I, I enjoy the fact that we don't need to have everything that's connected to mm-hmm. every universe. Well, it just, yeah. I'm tired of, and, you know, it's just too jumbled. I mean, you see the, the state of you know, the DC Oh yeah, universe. It's just all trying over the to be, place. Well, their issue is, and I know we're not talking about this. Their issue is they're trying so hard to be like Marvel. They're even trying to find their own Kevin Feige, whatever his name is, Feige. Feige. Um, Feige. And so, yeah, and so they're trying to find their own version of that. And I'm like, dude, just stop. Like, 
they they were on a good track when they made Shazam. I, I mean, I liked the other movies too, but you know, Shazam kind of was a turning point for them. And I don't know whatever they were doing at that point, they needed to leave it. Even Aquaman was a little bit better than you know was, than what they had been putting out. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go on a thing, but uh, yeah, well, I forgot what we were talking about. So leave it to you, Zachary. Jake, anything you would like to talk about regarding the Batman? Anything? I mean, so as far as you no know, films themselves and cinematography, I, I think something something I noticed was just the, the quick cuts of fights in the at least the Nolan series. You can't really tell well, what's going on. <laughs> well, that's an that's an action movie for you. You know, it's just like it, like you one one example they used in film school was one of the Bourne movies where you know fight scenes they're so they're so edited. Like you can't, you can't really tell what's going on. And it's just like, boom, boom. Like we, we counted the cuts in one of the fight scenes, you know, it's over 10 of them in like a second or two, you know, cause it's just like cut to hand, cut to hand, cut to leg, cut to, you know, whatever. And it's just, um, so that's like, a, you know, cause we even mentioned that Nolan's stuff was more action. Whereas, you know, like Matt Reeves and, and all them were more, you know, more detective, more psychological. Um, so yeah, that's just an action movie for you. Yeah. Which one, uh, which series do you think is the best altogether? Ah, uh, yeah. I was hoping you'd ask me that <laughs> because I've talked about the show on this. Beware show the Batman. Yeah. It's called Beware the Batman. <laughs> I don't, let, let me go ahead and tell you, I, I don't, I don't think it's. Th- the best i do enjoy really enjoy the animated series it's kind of a staple in the batman like lore and the batman franchise but i think i like talking about this show because it's so underrated and that was a question that i I remember now a question you had asked you said something about what we need more of in batman and the one thing i liked about this show is that they weren't like all right we need the joker in this episode and we need the riddler and we need harvey dent or two-face and Mr. Freeze. Now we're going to use uh, the Rogues Gallery. Yeah, we're going to use Mr. Pig and uh, or Professor Pig and Mr. Toad, and you know this other guy named Siphon that I'd never heard of. You know, it's just like all these all these villains that we don't we've never heard of that they put it in. It only I've lasted. Never heard of those. Yeah, exactly. And it only lasted one season. You know, which I can understand why it was one thing. It was computer animated. That was kind of the, the moment in time where they're like, all right, well, we finally figured out this computer animation thing. Let's start doing that more. And so they started doing everything like that. And so they, they took advantage of that, but it's, you know, instead of, um, Alfred being like an old man, he's a little bit younger and a little more buff. He's kind of like more like the uh, Alfred on Gotham. If you guys have seen Gotham, he's not as old as Alfred on Gotham, but um, he's a little bit younger. He's got, you know, he's like, uh, it's kind of like a special, special ops, you know, military, ex military, like he was in Gotham. And so, um, but then you have villains that you don't see all the time. And so, like, I would love to see like professor pig in a, in a, in a movie or calendar man. I, I really want to see calendar man in a, in a movie. And I don't know why he just intrigues what me. Calendar man do. What he, does he do? He knows dates. He knows dates and he, he schedules, he's <laughs> the schedules, mastermind of plotting death. <laughs> he, yeah. I mean, he, he schedules bad things to happen on certain dates. So if you've seen, um, hush, that's, that's part of hush is like calendar man and, and setting mm. things up on, on certain dates because of, they happen on so anyway. Oh yes, yeah. Calendar Man. I remember seeing the the Hush animated movie. He was the guy that that very collected mm-hmm. voice, mm-hmm. very calm. He he has bald, he was bald, wasn't he? Yeah, he is bald, and I think yeah. if um, at least in the games he has like dates written on his forehead, like carved into his forehead. And so I don't know. I just I I don't think he's main villain worthy, but I do think he's kind of secondary villain worthy. Where you know it's it's like it's like if we we had Calendar Man in this movie. You know, he's you got Batman dealing with or let's say this the next movie we have the Joker, but then we also have Calendar Man. You got he's got two people he has to deal with kind of adds an extra layer. It can get messy, though. That's the only bad thing about adding two villains. It's like Spider-Man three all over again. And so you just mm-hmm. got to be careful with it. But I think I, I would love to see Calendar Man in a, in a movie. Um, and that's what Joker I like. Calendar Man show. seem 
like they almost the same yeah that's why it's like that's why i changed to like if they had the joker because jokers you know more about chaos and insanity whereas calendar man's more collected like you said and he knows dates well enough to where he can be like you know on this day you're this is what's going to happen kind of thing and he's very he's very obsessed with the calendar he's a big fan of (laughs) (laughs) 9-11 yeah um Anyway, yeah, uh, that's why I like. Is it too that's soon. Why, I don't know, man, because I mean it is only September twenty seventh. Um, anyway, that's a, like that show isn't. I don't think it's the best, but I do think it's it's pretty underrated. And if you haven't seen it, watch a couple episodes. See what you think. I don't know. It's on HBO. Is it Max. on HBO Max? Yeah, is it's it? On, nice. Yeah, it's called Beware the. For how long though? Well, I don't know, but hopefully for a while because I like HBO Max. Like, I really enjoy HBO Max. I have to get a new subscription service soon. Shoot, all of us yeah. with this HBO Max. It's going to be Warner Brothers, Discovery, Reality Television. That's all you get to watch. <laughs> no DC anymore. Uh, I mean, I like DC. I liked got... DC Universe when it was out. Like, I liked that. Stream I had that. Yeah. yeah, that was good. We had a we borrowed a subscription to that. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, just I... comics. Yeah, and that's okay too. But I liked the original like Swamp Thing. I really enjoyed Swamp Thing. Oh yeah, that was and great. I'm, I'm ready for them to come out with season two, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, so yeah, if I had to pick an animated series, I would pick Beware the Batman because it's a very underrated show. Jake, did you ask animated series or just series overall? Well, I was just thinking series overall, but that was a great answer from Justin. Yeah, initially was I was thinking between the. Like the sequel movies, the movies that got sequel. So, so the Tim Burton era or uh, Christopher Nolan's era. Or, okay. So or, I didn't understand you know, the, the assignment era. is what it was. Or Snyder. Yeah, no, yeah. But I, I still think that was a great answer. But between the movies, the live action mm-hmm. movies that got sequels, which series do you think did the best job telling the Batman story? Would that be Tim Burton's two films, Christopher Nolan's three, or Snyder? You no, know, the little... I'd have to say Christopher Nolan's because it was too. the only one that was really complete. Yeah, because like, I mean, even... there were plans to create a third one of Tim Burton's series, but it was messed up because of parents up, upset over branding, so they had to go a different direction and not complete the Tim Burton yeah. uh, trilogies. But yeah. I think the, the Nolan trilogy is what solidified, and it was the most influential, I believe, in society as far yeah. as so this is this is the, the Bruce Wayne and how he became Batman, his bouts with reality and uh, his struggles and his reasoning for eventually hanging up the cape, and almost in a poetic sense. Yeah, totally. I would I would totally agree. Like, because like even. Um... Tim Burton's wasn't really like a story. Um, it was more episodic, right? So it had one story here, and the next one it had a different story. It wasn't like a completely connected. Yeah, yeah it wasn't really much. connected. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Justice League, Batman vs Superman. Uh, I mean, it's okay um, as far as connected stories go. I mean, I do really like the Snyder cut of Justice League, um, but and it, I think it, I think it tried to create kind of like a, a story with Batman versus Superman and then try to wrap it up with the Martian Manhunter and all this stuff. And, but you know, and, and with adding doomsday, that's the name, right? Doomsday. Yeah. Um, dark side, doomsday, adding dark side, yeah. dark side, adding dark side was, was awesome. <laughs> dark, dark side. Doomsday is on, oh, a, yeah. is on Batman versus Superman. Dark side is what I'm thinking of. Um, and so adding him and, you know, the, it, it did okay. Um, but I don't think it was a solidified, like Zach said, as the Christopher Nolan trilogy. I just can't resonate with Ben Affleck's Batman too much. Yeah. He just, he's just very cool. That's all I can say. He's a great <laughs> fighter. He looks awesome and brawly, but I just can't connect with him as that a was my character. Like, I mean, I really like very two dimensional to me because mm-hmm. he was two dimensional. Yeah, I, I did like his suit though. I think out of all the suits, just rushed too much. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, out of all the suits, I think I, Ben Affleck's is my favorite. The most practical, I guess. I mean, yeah, in terms of looks, right? It, well, that yeah, that and like I'm sure it was very 
you know, because you, you got the the Batman, whatever it's called, the Batman neck turn that Michael Keaton did because he couldn't turn his head. <laughs> and so but then you got Ben Affleck's, which looks almost just like a like a jumpsuit. Right. He can he can move around mm-hmm. in it a lot better than any, I think, because even um, Christian Bale's was like a suit of armor, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so it's probably hard to move around in that. So I think out of all of them, and I just like the simplicity of it, like like all the other ones that were made out of some sort of rubber and had like belts and, and a cool little, and his was just like, almost like the bat, the bat symbol was stitched on there by himself and made by himself. And, and so I don't know. The I just, closest I like, thing we're going to see to Batman and tights, that's not the 60s. Yeah, show. exactly. Because even <laughs> I mean, I do like um, Robert Patton's Patton's bat symbol. Um, I like that's uh, probably one of my favorites. You said uh, you like men in tights. <laughs> I like men in tights. Robin Hood men, men in tights. tights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I like his his bat symbol. Yeah, the symbol. Yeah, yeah I like oh, his yeah. bat symbol. He uses the gun. Yeah, and then uh, he also it turns. I guess it's like a knife that he used to cut rope with, which was funny because I was like, why couldn't you just wearing a pocket knife like he took off his, his they needed a reason to show that it's useful <laughs> yeah but i'm like you could have found you could have figured something else out for that like it was very like <laughs> it's like it's like leading up to something and then it disappoints you you know you're like you find out he can use this cool large blade to cut a piece of rope that's all the, the, the symbol <laughs> in the reeves film it's the gun that was used to kill his parents <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's what he made. Magnet. That's that's what he made it out of, right? It's yeah, not an actual it's gun. To it. Oh, is it? Man, I need to watch this movie again. Yeah. Okay, I believe you. Jeez, <laughs> just, I just gotta watch the go movie again. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I need to watch the movie again. I just, I, that's totally... why he keeps it close to his chest because it's, it's like <laughs> that's so sweet, near and dear, near and dear. Just glad we don't have to see the the death of. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I could take Thomas another Wayne. set of pearls. That's what <laughs> streets. <laughs> and uh, another guy going, "Give me all your money." <laughs> I mean, we hey, even see? got it in. <laughs> Give me all your money, yes. see? Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, with what is it? Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and and what's her face from Walking Dead? Uh, they were they played his parents, right? Yeah, almost positive that's who played yeah. his parents. Maggie from Walking. I Thomas, I thought I thought uh, um, Negan at the. He would be able to play a great uh, Batman, Thomas Wayne, Batman. Yeah. Uh, what was the flash point? Uh, oh, yeah. Comic. Yeah. They throw him Batman, in. Whereas Batman's like a <laughs> kind of a uh, he's kind of a, not a like a Deadpool type character. Not funny, no. but what do you call the uh, eccentric? None of not none of villain slash. Oh, an anti-hero. Oh, an anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's what he was. He killed and had guns. Um, can we talk about? I don't know how much longer we got, but can we talk about the animated movies? I mean, yeah. have you have you watched any? Jake? I, I think I don't know if we've really talked about it with you. I know Jay, Zach and I have talked about it plenty, um, but have you yeah. watched any um, animated movies? Batman animated? No, I've I've seen like the first season of Batman the animated series, and I've seen. Um, like the Justice League, I've seen animated. Oh yeah, series for like the Justice League. Yeah, so you should you yeah, should check out. No, the, I've not seen any animated movies. You should see yeah, there's some movies of them. that have come out of the, the animated series, like Batman Sub Zero and the Phantom. Really? Uh, well, no, I almost said the Phantom Menace. What is that Mask one called? Fantasma. Mask of Phantasm. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I almost went to see that in theaters. I even bought it freaking ticket and then um right. i bought i bought a ticket for batman day it was only five dollars and me and a friend were gonna go and then at, like right after i bought the ticket so here's the story i was playing D. well i was at D night we hadn't started playing yet and me and my friend blake were talking about going he's like dude i'll go with you and i was like sweet let's watch this one because i really want to see a batman animated movie in theaters and so we did we bought it right in front of my friend's and then we sat down and we started talking and uh, my friend Leah was like, oh, Asher's birthday party is this Saturday, which is her son. And I was like, I just bought a ticket to go see a movie on Saturday. And so she told me I could like, you know, come start, show up late. But I was like, no, no, I will cancel so I can be there. But I really, 
really wanted to see that movie in theaters so bad. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go into a thing. I know. Horrible, right? But that's a good one uh, to start with, Jake, as well as Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero is a really good movie um, as far as animated movies go. Under the Red Hood is a and good one. And they're both from the BTAS. Yeah. They're both, they both cool. draw from that, that universe. Um, and then uh, what was the one? Oh, Under the Red Hood was a good one. Um, and then like there's some random ones. What's, like, that, what's that one about again? Under the that's, Red Hood. Is that the one where Superman is like a, a communist? No, no that's, that's Red Sun. No, that's Sun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Red Sun. That, and one. that one's a good. good. That one's good too. Um, but no, that's the one where uh, Joker kills Robin. Robin lays an egg. I'm just kidding. Joker kills Robin, and then <laughs> and then the <laughs> and then the Red Hood comes out and turns out to be. Spoiler alert: Robin or Jason Todd. So that's yeah. that's like the whole plot to Arkham Knight, by the way, as well. Um, and then Lazarus's some... pit, right? Did he use Lazarus pit? I thought he just didn't that... die. Oh, I don't think he used Lazarus pit. I think he just. Didn't I know die. some inter- some iterations of Jason oh, yeah, Todd dying. I'm, right? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah he might use the pit. Um, then there's some random ones, some one-offs like um, Gotham by Gaslight. Which takes place, I think, in the. Have you seen That's that? It's like forties. Yeah, and and it's like an older version of Batman. Um, and then there's another one called mm. Batman Ninja, where they take Batman and put him in an anime, essentially. Um, and it's really cool, really crazy, crazy movie. Um, I've seen that one. Okay. Yeah, so there's a lot of really good ones. Jake, of course, Dark Knight Returns. Oh yeah, part I one mean, and two. yes, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that, but I was like, uh, um. Have you? Do you have HBO Max, Jake? Um, we, 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 yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, we we've stolen an account. We we have an account. Oh, that gotcha. We, okay, you got an account you okay. use. Um, okay, yeah. that's fine. So you know, DC's on there, and all these movies are on there, Jake. For so now. there's no excuse. <laughs> well, then you better jump on it, man. There's no excuse that you can't be watching these. They're only like they're some of them. They don't even reach an hour and a half long. A lot of them are like hour and fifteen minutes. So it's not like you'd be giving up too right. much of your time. I would start with, engaging. They're not like no kid, kitty things either. I don't think so either. Like stories. I I would much rather watch a DC animated movie than a DC live action. Not saying live actions aren't good, but like with DC <laughs> animated movies, they kind of get free range to do what they want. You know, so absolutely. Um, yeah. So they there's a lot of DC animated movies, and uh, most of them are pretty good. Some of them are oh just okay. Um, there's one called Justice League versus the Teen Titans. That's really good. Um, and I know we're talking about Batman, but I know. Crazy, right? Justice League. Batman's in Justice League, right? And yeah. then there's Teen Titans go to the movies. That one's funny. Um, if you've ever seen that one. So anyway, um, and what's the one where they go to like an alternate universe and there's Owlman? You remember that one? Zach? He's like an owl, though. No. <laughs> he's, oh. It's the opposite of Batman, but he's an owl. Oh, I have one on VHS. It's called Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. Batman. Oh, yeah. You let me borrow that. I remember that because you let yeah. me borrow it. And uh, it was pretty funny. It was because they wouldn't call him like Batman. They would always be like, well, what do you think? Cape Crusader? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what do you think, Dark Knight? They, and I'm sorry, they never did called they him call Batman. Joker Joker or no? Yeah, I think the they Joker called him that. Yeah, Joker was in that. Penguin. Uh, I think the Riddler was in there, too. Um, and it was just like the, you know, the animated versions of the, of the sixties versions of, them. yeah, they were, they were trying to go for the Adam West mm-hmm. humor. Yeah. Sure. And, they, and, they, and it worked <laughs> and it was, it was, yeah. it was, it was a very, it was cute, you know, Scooby-Doo. Um, it's like the super, I, mean, I don't know if you've seen the supernatural crossover Scooby-Doo, but it's, that one's a little bit darker, but, um, it's, it's pretty no. cool. Yeah, you should watch it. If you don't watch Supernatural, you should watch the Scooby Doo crossover with Supernatural because they're animated and it's and it's some <laughs> Scooby Doo's had so many crossovers. People on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had like a whole series where it was just all famous people. You know, it's like the Globetrotters and uh, Sherlock Holmes, I believe, was on there. Um, Batman and Robin and all this other stuff. So, like, there's a lot of Scooby Doo crossovers with with uh, famous wow. people. Yeah. So start with you know that uh, links. That canonically links all the universes. Yeah, the characters. Do you think from. about it? Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure there's there's a universe and there's a Scooby Doo and a Mystery Machine and whatever the group is called. I don't even know if the whole group has a name. Oh, Mystery Incorporated. Uh, 
where that is in every universe. I bet just we haven't met them. It'd be cool. It'd be really cool. To, it would re- be really cool to do like, like say like this flash movie and they, they go to a universe with the Scooby-Doo gang, like from the early 2000s. So, you know, like <laughs> Freddie Pence Jr. And, and Sarah Michelle Gellar and all them, like that'd be, that'd be kind of funny if they, and like, and like Batman's there and they're like working with each other to solve a mystery and flash goes in there and he's like, what the heck is this? At this point, I- any, I wouldn't be surprised by anything what happens with like the shambles that that the mess that DC's in. But yeah. I'm interested to see if Michael Keaton's Batman at least one more time in live action since well, I want to see in, yeah in and the ben Flash Affleck's, movie coming up yeah, yeah. Bat, I want to see Ben Affleck's Batman in that movie like I'm I was super yep. excited for that and Ezra Miller's you know screwing it all up for us trying to make it to where we can't see it <laughs> so I know that DC has has be a cult leader yeah <laughs> DC has talked about you know not even letting us not even releasing the movie and I'm like no you're not going to do that I'm though because ridiculous you're in too much trouble not to release too much that. money to yeah to lose in yeah and I think they were just kind of being like no we're not going to release it just to you know piss Ezra Miller off but I doubt he cares you know he's gotten his paycheck for it already paid no yeah. i think he cares a lot ezra miller Reputation. cares a lot dude he's got a um who was it there was there's was like a dinner party or something he had mm-hmm. and i forget what actress it was but she didn't go to his party and so he invited her later um because he wanted her to to lay a um um what do you call it uh and what do you like a, like a present like a uh a, 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 gift to his shrine he has a shrine in his his apartment and it's full of like it's like full of weed religious emblem i think i've heard of this um and flash action figures he's got flash action flash action figures in his little shrine to himself so you think that because of that he he cares that the movie comes out yeah i think he's He's like super attached to that character. Uh, he's I mean, trying to re- he's in rehab and trying to become a new person, probably. So he's uh, going through all these phases. Yeah, <laughs> too many. So anyway, I think that's uh, uh Anyways, any last thoughts about Batman? I guess I mean it's an iconic character. We're never gonna have a. There's never gonna be a decade where we don't have some. I was just gonna Batman say that. Movie, right. I was just gonna say that. Like, I don't think. I think we'll die. Uh, like us will die and batman will still be around like batman and all these guys <laughs> will still be around for you know the rest of our lives and then some so i'm okay with yeah. that though like i, I like kind of like seeing different interpretations of the batman and you know with different directors and stuff and like even the joker like i was uh, i love that movie so it's like i like seeing them taking these different characters and kind of giving them their own worlds and seeing what different directors can do with it like so some of them do good jobs and yeah. some of them do like weird to, jobs. <laughs> I'll just say I wanna before I die, I wanna see them make a live action Batman where it takes place in like the thirties or forties. Yes. That'd be cool. Be, a live action. Just, just a lot ground a lot more grounded mm. than what we've seen before. So making me want to watch like a animated movie right now. I'm not like a true make it black noir. and white. Yes. I want yeah. to see the the steam coming out of the <laughs> like on a like the Tim Burton like it seemed like everywhere I think I even mentioned like noticed that on a when I, I rewatched those uh, a few years ago I was like man steam is just coming out of every orifice in this city like what are they doing down there <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're coming straight out of the road that's and it's same with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the nineties version like steam is everywhere oh, yeah. in New York and I just don't understand like is it I loved it. I mean, it looks really cool. Don't get me wrong. I was just like, I, uh, what is what is New York and Gotham City doing that they they have this much steam coming out of vents? Like, I don't. Oh, They're definitely and, breaking some like health violations. Yeah, exactly. I, one other um, Batman animated movie you should watch, Jake, is Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> It's pretty cool. It's it's kind of it's kind of insane, but it's pretty. That started cool. out as a comic, right? Yeah. There, so there were two comics. DC published one, and IDW, I believe, published one. Of course, the one that they made a movie out of was the DC one, um, and so they made a movie out of that. And they meet the turtles and Shredder and Joker and blah. And it's this whole. It's kind of like the um, the whole gimmick 
was turning everybody into the like, DC villains team up with the turtle villains. Kind of the only turtle villains that was there was Shredder, and so um, he 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 made it. So I think Rachel Ghoul or the Joker teamed up with Shredder to create something to turn everybody into like animals. And so everybody turned into kind of like, <laughs> yeah, I know, turned into like an animal version. It's kind of like um, Teenage Mutant Tur- Turtles do Out of the Shadows when when they when uh, Baxter Stockman cre- you know turns Bebop Rocksteady into Rhino and a and a warthog. It's like kind of like the same concept where they're like everybody has their own spirit animal. Let's you know let's exacerbate it and turn you into that. And so they they kind of that was kind of the whole the whole plot. Yeah. But you should watch it anyway at least once. So it's pretty good. Oh, pretty good. It's watch. on. It's on that HBO. It should. It should. These all should be on HBO Max. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. I'm. I'm not a hundred percent because I haven't seen it on there, but I really haven't looked. So it's possible. I'll take that, a look. I'll see what's yeah, on there. Yeah, and then I would start with Mask of Phantasm and Sub Zero. Yeah, I think those are your jumping off. Those points. would probably be the ones I would start with because I yeah. like the animated series. Yeah, and that's it's totally based on the animated series, so it's a uh, it's good stuff. Cool. Good suggestions. Thanks, man. Only for you. Oh. <laughs> Just you want to wrap it up and conclude sure. this, the father of the podcast. Yeah. Sure. Season two. The, first the granddaddy pod master. Season <laughs> season two premiere. Talk about the Batman. If you uh if you have any ideas for episodes or movies you want us to watch or anything like that, uh please hit us up on uh Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter. Um, you can also check us out on Spotify, Amazon, Amazon Music, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Um, check us out everywhere and anywhere. And uh, I think that's uh, that's going to do it for us this week, guys. Anything else you got to say or any I love yous or I love you type Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next time. Yeah, same we'll... bat family, same bat time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we'll see you guys uh, next week.